Now, the Wealth Protection Diva is a successful entrepreneur, business owner, and premier business strategist, president and CEO of Sage International Incorporated, and a national speaker, best-selling author, and motivational teacher of financial education, business development, and wealth protection strategies, the joys and frustrations of being a business owner. Her insights are motivating, her frankness inspiring. Now, here is Sherry Hill. Everyone's life is driven by something. Most dictionaries define the verb drive as to guide, to control, or to direct. Whether you're driving a car, a nail, or a golf ball, you are guiding, controlling, and directing it at that moment. What is the driving force in your life? Right now, you may be driven by a problem, a pressure, or a deadline. You may be driven by a painful memory, a haunting fear, or an unconscious belief. There are hundreds of circumstances, values, and emotions that can drive your life. My guest today is Johanna McLean, the business yogini who combines the principles of yoga with business strategies for your unstoppable business success. She has combined her two passions, business and yoga, and created an amazing process called Yoga Off the Mat, applying ancient principles to modern business to help business owners and entrepreneurs build purpose-driven businesses based on principles that will lead to greater success and profits. Welcome, Johanna. Thank you, Sherry. Wow. (laughs) Namaste. Yes. Thank you. Namaste. Well, Peter Drucker once said that business purpose and business mission are so rarely given adequate thought is perhaps the most important cause of business frustration and failure. Whether they want it or not, every company has a purpose. It rests in the priorities of the company and effectively shapes the rules by which managers and employees decide what is most important in each unique situation. Right now, I'd like you to talk about the difference between a company that lets its purpose essentially unfold versus one that has done the work to define their clear and compelling purpose. I believe that a company that lets their purpose unfold is set up for failure. There's no direction. They don't know where they're going. And there's nothing to tie back into why they're doing what they're doing. A lot of small business owners will open business because they love what they're doing or they're good at what they're doing. But then they get into a business and, oh, my God, all kinds of things start coming at them. And they're no longer doing what it is that they love, but they're doing bookkeeping and this and that and just a whole onslaught of things that throw them off track. So to get really clear about what they're doing, why they're doing it, and then have that. One of the things that you mentioned is is uh, like uh, the principles. So you've got a vision for what you're doing, a mission which supports the vision, and then a set of core values or guiding principles that set the foundation so that any time any shiny objects come along or you get uh, kind of knocked off your feet a little bit, you can come back to the source, to the foundation, to the vision, and get back on track. Right. Well, you spent uh, over 30 years in advertising and media buyer and all kinds of, in the whole world of advertising and marketing and all of that. And of course, only of late, I would say really within the last 
few years, you know, when Simon Sinek produced that book, Know Your Why or Understand Why, right? You know, a lot of companies, just like you said, they just did what they did because the business owner loves to cook or they like to clean or whatever, and they build these, you know, companies. But you had to spend a lot of time with organizations or the business owner to really understand what is their purpose? Why are they doing what they're doing? And what would you typically find? We give great customer service. We're family owned and we've been in business in Reno for 25 years. So what? Right. (laughs) You know, sorry, but uh, what people want to know is what can you do for me? How can you solve my problem? So it's not about who you are as a business. It's about what you provide for your customers and the problem that you solve for them. Right. Well, and I'm sure you notice, you know, obviously, as I have witnessed, you know, all the online and social media where today's consumer wants to know who they're doing business with. They want to know your why because you're up against a lot of other companies that are either telling a better story or telling their story versus those that aren't. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I found when I when I was really focused in advertising and marketing, like you mentioned, a lot of times people would just not really have a sense of uh, of their vision or their or their mission for what they were doing. And then as an advertising agency owner, what we would do is we would be makeup blank artists. <laughs> <laughs> so we would make up a vision. We would make up a mission. We would create a fantasy for a client and then they didn't live up to it because it wasn't real. It wasn't them. It didn't reflect the purpose of the business. And that is when I really started shifting into looking at digging into brands. And so not branding like a logo, but your brand, who you are, what you do differently, what distinguishes you from your competition. Right. And so critical. And, you know, it's one of my favorite subjects because really understanding the business and what we stand for, and then obviously the domino effect for how it affects the whole organization organization. So when you work with companies and you're really trying to, obviously it's easier when you're at the beginning of a business, but when you've been in business for five years, 10 years, and you're still struggling with this because you didn't even know you were struggling with this, but but now you do because consumers are shopping with your competitor. So how do you really dig in and help people figure it out? Well, I, I just ask people to tap into what got them started to begin with. So we go just go back to the beginning and take a look at the what stimulated them, what excited them, what they saw. So originally, because there, there was a reason in the beginning before it got really cloudy and muddy and all of these, you know, the weight of the business and it you know, started coming in and it wasn't as much fun. So I start there and and reconnect with that place of passion. You know, so what drove them originally to decide to leave a company that they were working for and go out on their own because there was a reason for it. Right. This is Sherry Hill. You're listening to The Sherry Hill Show. And I have guests today, Johanna McLean, who is an extraordinary 
ordinary business coach. And we're talking all about, initially right now, the the purpose of a company and related to what Johanna helps organizations discover is their brand, which for those of you, let's clarify, your brand is not your logo or your marketing collateral. It is what you stand for, your passion, your purpose, and understanding that why. And so to kind of really finish up on on that particular side of a business, if I'm out here listening and I'm in business and I'm certainly not tapped in the way that I should be with my customers, what I mean by that is all the social media and, and the way that we advertise and market and blog and all those great ways that we can tell our story, how hard are you finding for companies to really, A, grasp the magnitude of of the shift in business today because you have to be doing all of that versus those that aren't? Well, the first thing I would say is, are they talking to their customers? That's a great way to find out how to communicate with them, and a lot of people don't. And so, and making themselves available to their customers through either uh, an open forum, inviting uh, inviting people to come into their list if they have a newsletter, doing open houses. I mean, it's just like so many different things that things that people can do. But the first thing is communicating with your customers, asking them how they want you to do business with them. Because that's what it's all about, is serving your customers in the way that makes it really easy for them to do business with you. Right. Well, it also allows for organizations to demonstrate that they're not stagnant. I'm sure you see this, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And yes, it can be overwhelming. There is, you know, there's so many, there's so many, so, oh, traditional media doesn't matter anymore and you've got to be online and all this kind of stuff. And it changes every day and Facebook changes rules and there's just an onslaught of, of things and coming at you. So come up with a plan. It really is a plan and it doesn't have to be complicated and you don't have to post 50 times a day on Twitter and 14 times a day on Facebook and have a newsletter and do all that stuff. But you need to do some of it and you need to do it consistently. Well, and and let's just shatter that myth a little bit where everyone's like, you know, the old ways of advertising are not as valid. And I would disagree to some extent, but of course it depends on your business, right? If I'm a restaurant or I'm trying to sell a car and I'm in a local market, I better be in the paper. I better be on television, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because regardless of what people say, the uh, b- people are tuning in to the local news on radio and television to find out what's happening in their area. And people develop a relationship with their local celebrities. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You want to be there. Well, there, there's no accident that I picked you to come on to my show for this wonderful Valentine's Day weekend because this is what we're talking about, loving your customer, right? I mean, and this is how you start the process is to understand, A, how do you communicate with them? Well, and also loving your business. <laughs> well, that's <Yeah>. helpful. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, I mean, really, yeah. to, it, it's easier to do business with someone who you can tell really likes what it is that they're doing and they're happy to see you as opposed to inconvenienced by you showing up. And that happens sometimes. And I think, you know, the part that we went back to about establishing brand and what's important and those brand pillars is it plays into hiring people. So if you haven't communicated to your employees and to your customers and to your vendors what it is that you're up to, then they don't know. So if you if you really do have a standard of, of giving excellent customer service and then somebody walks in the door and your receptionist is filing their nails and you know playing around on Facebook, you have a problem. Right. So it's just so important to communicate that and not keep it like your best kept secret. Well, that's a good point. When you talk about the pillars, I mean, again, this brand, this what I stand for moves into the core values of the organization, the culture, and the way that your representatives, like you said, employees, vendors, deliver upon what you said you're going to do for me. Right, exactly. It's critical. Mm -hmm. It's almost more important than anything. (laughs) Well, it's it's to me, it's the it's the crux. It's It's the the foundation. From all else comes that right. The marketing, the way you deliver, the way you allocate resources, the way you hire people, everything comes off of understanding why you're in business. Right. We're here for you. And then I call and I get a recording. Ah, you were not there for me. Exactly. All right. We have to go to break. We come back. We'll pick up on this fabulous Valentine's Day show for you. This is Brenda Geiger from the Geiger Law Office. You are listening to the Cherry Hill Show. Cherry Hill is important to me because she takes so much time and effort to educate her listeners. I think you should listen to her because she's an expert. Cherry Hill is the wealth protection diva. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services that will lay a solid foundation under a business owner's dream. If you're thinking of starting a business and you're not sure where to begin, Sage International Incorporated offers a free 30-minute consultation. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779. Or visit sageintl.com. This is Dr. Tom Schwank from the University of Nevada School of Medicine. You're listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry Hill is important to me because she highlights the exciting people and programs in northern Nevada. Sherry Hill is awesome. Welcome back to The Sherry Hill Show doing everything possible to spark and fuel your entrepreneurial dreams. Now, here's your host, Sherry Hill. The way you see your life shapes your life. How you define life determines your destiny. Your perspective will influence how you invest your time, spend your money, use your talents, and value your relationships. If you were to ask 10 different people, how do you see your life? You end up with answers like, Life is a circus, a minefield, a roller coaster, a puzzle, a symphony, a journey, and a dance. Life is a carousel. Sometimes you're up, 
sometimes you're down, and sometimes you just go round and round. My fabulous guest today is Johanna McLean, an extraordinary business coach who guides highly motivated small business owners and entrepreneurs to double and even triple their profits by aligning vision, mission, brand, and happiness. A compelling question, Johanna, that you pose is, are you running your business or is your business running you? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And a lot of times it's the latter, and that's when it's not fun anymore, and that's when the happiness factor (laughs) really starts diminishing, and there are things that you can do about it so that your business is not out of control. And um, so that's, yeah, that's, that's a place where I really love to sit down with people and find out what's, what's going on because a lot of times there's a lot of external stuff that people think they need to be paying attention to that is not really a priority. And I run into it like, oh my gosh, I get so many emails. Well, that's somebody else's priority. Right. <laughs> it's not yours, you know. And so my, my coach says something that I really like, and he says, is it your cake or your cringe? So really working with people to find out what is their cake and what they really love to do and what has them be excited and motivated, and then the stuff that is their cringe, get them out of that and find somebody else to do the cringe, get rid of it. Mm -hmm. So that's what really can stop people and have them stop liking what they do. Right. Well, I always find it interesting because, you know, I'm out constantly at events and networking. And when you talk to people and you're like, wow, how's it going? You know, and then all of a sudden they start laying out. I have get too many emails. Oh, my gosh, I'm under all these debt. And you sit here and you go, well, exactly. Who's control? Who has total control? Right. Exactly. <laughs> Is it not me? I have total control how my day is going to look. Now, that doesn't mean that stuff, and I mean weird stuff, doesn't happen. It does. I mean, stuff in the mail, something shows up, somebody knocking on your door that was totally unexpected that you have to deal with. A lot of what you help business owners understand is how to really get centered, how to really think about their day, and as you say, figure out how to find the cake. Right. <laughs> and and have a plan because there is freedom in strategy. There is freedom in having a plan. And I know sometimes people have resistance like, oh, no, I'm not a planner. I like things just to happen. Well, it then, will then. It'll totally, <laughs> it'll totally happen out of your control. But having a plan and being clear about what your vision is and what it is that you want to do and having a strategy around it then offers for so much freedom. Your time opens up, your creativity opens up, and your ability to really have an effect on your business opens up. Well, let's talk about that because obviously in order to stay competitive, in order to really innovate within an organization, there has to be space and time for thinking, creativity, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so if you're if you're not allowing for that and even having I recommend having a group of people that are maybe not even in your industry but business owners that you can get together with at least once or twice a month and mastermind 
just, you know, exchange ideas, get your juices flowing, and have a conversation that is not with your kids or with your husband or with your employees. Because a lot of times, if especially if there's some challenges in the business, what people don't want to do is take that into maybe their family or to their employees. It may create some fear that doesn't need to happen, and and it's unnecessary fear. They get triggered by something, and it's not anything that's really going wrong or the the business is going out of business. But if there's a struggle, then people start worrying, and they start doing things like that. But to come together with a group of peers where you can say, you know, this is what's going on. Anybody experience this, that type of thing, is so valuable. And then you don't have to take it to like your friend that says, I told you it would never work. Or, right. you know, or why don't <laughs> Thanks you just, for sharing it. Yeah, why don't you just go get a job? Or, well, but let's, let's talk about that a little bit because you're a coach, obviously, and you have a coach. And all the greatest on the planet, athletes to business, all have coaches, right? Because we can't see ourselves. We are too emotionally attached. And so your recommendation for either joining a mastermind or creating your own mastermind or at least getting a coach that you can bounce and noodle ideas off of is going to help. Yeah. Well, one of the things, you know, we create our problems with our mind and then we try to solve our problems <laughs> with what created the problem, our right. mind. And I had another uh, I had another trainer who pointed out one time like she pointed to the tip of her nose and she goes, "You can't see this." but I can. And I thought that was a great way to really illustrate because you get in the middle of something and you can't see it. You can't see what's right in front of you. But somebody else that's looking right at you goes, oh, I see it. Mm -hmm. And they can share that with you. Right. Understanding that anytime we're in business and oftentimes we feel like we're on an island. We've got to carry the load ourselves, right? Right. Which oftentimes we do because, again, who are we going to go talk to? Who are we going to have help us? Who do we really get to just lay out what is the true issue? Because as you said, if I share it with my employees, I have to sugarcoat it. Right. If I share it with my significant other, I have to sugarcoat it because I don't want them to know the real truth. Right. <laughs> exactly. Because you know people worry. Mm-hmm. And then they make up their own stories around it. So, yeah, it's, it's so valuable to have someone that you can go to that you can trust and be able to, um, you know, just put some ideas out there and some of the things that you're, that you're struggling with. Right. This is Sherry Hill. You're listening to The Sherry Hill Show with guest Johanna McLean, and both of us are talking on this fabulous Valentine's Day weekend, which is all about love and being in purpose and lots of pink hearts and all those good things. So it's no accident that I invited Johanna here because she is one of the most centered and spiritual and in tune with business and life together. And so that's why she's a great coach for a lot of individuals and businesses because she drills down to the spiritual side, which is about the why you're in business and your purpose and your mission and all those great things so that you can go out and deliver on the truth. Yes? Yes. Amen, (laughs) sister. That is a testimonial. (laughs) However, let's finish up on, on kind of what we're talking about here, though, is 
you know, when people are living a life. So we see it. So you're, you know, this is what's really happening in my business. But when I'm out there in the public, I'm saying something different. Again, when you look at those that don't plan, that don't strategize, that don't innovate, I mean, how much harder is it to create success? Well, that's what I'm glad you said harder because that's exactly then what people say. Oh, so hard. And that's what you hear. And yeah, we can make it as hard as we want. I'm working, working. And that's one of the things like, how are you? Busy, busy, hard, busy. And what are you busy doing? You know, right? Like, <laughs> how's that working for you? So, yeah, I, I think just, you know, being able to really get the, maybe start with the 60,000 foot view of this is what I would like to create for myself and, and do it without editing the idea like there's no right there's no wrong but really get that sense of what that would what that would look like and then you know we need to work on the inner game stuff because so much of what has us not do what we do is really inner game stuff we're afraid to make the cold call we're afraid to put ourselves out into, you know, into the, into the public or, you know, just, there's just so many different factors that come up. That's really inner game stuff. And if you can work through that, get your confidence and know that you really are moving forward and that you have something to offer and you have something that's valuable to people and you're not questioning what it is. It makes it so much easier. Right. So that's what I say that, you know, I I hear people, yeah, I'm going to start a business and I'm going to work, you know, 70 hours a week. And I'm like, why? I don't understand that. And, you know, you've got to set it your business so that it fits. Well, your business has to fit into your lifestyle and not the other way around. Absolutely. Or it's hard <laughs> and I'm so busy and yeah, and I, I hate it, you know, and it's so, it's heartbreaking to me to see someone put everything that they put into starting a business and then losing their passion for it and losing sight of why they why they did it so yeah well i mean reality is we're in business to serve others we have a product we have a service we have a solution we have something that's going to help somebody else and so when you lose passion around that then it all becomes iphone focused. Right. And then you're in trouble. Because again, it goes back to, you know, we, we've been in business for, you know, 25 years and, and, and just people just don't care. Yeah, it's important. It, it maybe it's important because some people may even view that as, oh man, they're so out of touch with, with what's happening today. So you just really uh, need to be careful about um, making those kinds of, of statements. But um, yeah, instead be so focused on why you're doing it and be of service. Right. So if you start gripping and 
and expressing fear or having that whole sense of, oh my God, I don't know if I'm going to make it and that sort of thing. People sense that and it's difficult for them to be able to support you and do business with you because they may be afraid that if they purchase your product, you may not be there tomorrow because you're putting out that kind of information. Mm, scary. And and we did see a lot of that through the you know economic financial meltdown where you, part of your decision was, should I do business with this company? Because I don't know if they'll be here tomorrow. Right. We're beyond that now. We're beyond that. And, but not forever. There will be a time when we hit challenges again and what people and business owners and entrepreneurs would be um, smart to do is to really have their business set up so they can weather another tsunami. Yes. And it is, it's critical. And by doing that is having, having the focus, the vision, the mission, having their core values so that they've got a foundation and they need to make decisions. They're making decisions in the right way and in the way that will support them. Right. We have to go to break. Stick with us. This is Misty Young, the restaurant lady. You are listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry Hill is important to me because she embodies, lives, and teaches entrepreneurs to be successful. Sherry Hill is entrepreneurism in action. Sage International Incorporated fosters the entrepreneurial spirit by first educating our clients. In fact, we wrote the best-selling book, Incorporate and Get Rich, as recommended by Robert Kiyosaki in his bestseller, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. For over 20 years, we've taught thousands of business owners, investors, professionals, and entrepreneurs how to properly structure their business and personal assets to avoid the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate and death taxes. Call Sage International Incorporated at 1-800-254-5779 to set up a free 30-minute consultation. That's 1-800-254-5779. Sage International. Hi, this is Bob Berg, co-author of The Go-Giver and author of Adversaries into Allies. And you're listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Welcome back to The Sherry Hill Show doing everything possible to spark and fuel your entrepreneurial dreams. Now, here's your host, Sherry Hill. As the economy has transformed from a manufacturing base manned by laborers to a service base driven by knowledge workers, intellectual capital has emerged as a leading asset class among industrialized countries worldwide. However, the current system of balance sheets is an archaic measure of a company's true intrinsic value. There was a time when, if you needed a quick understanding of the net worth of a company, you could examine its balance sheet to determine its assets, subtract the sum of its liabilities, and come up with its net worth. But I ask, how are we accounting for all of this? The flaws in our 500-year-old double-entry accounting system for recognizing the value of intangible assets are at the heart of a current and pervasive debate in the accounting and finance professions. Current practices simply fail to take into account the dramatic shift in the value-creating functions of today's modern companies. Albert Einstein said that imagination is more important than knowledge. Creativity is more important than expertise. 
If your goal is to earn a living by doing something that delights you and serves others, then it's important that you take an inventory of your spiritual assets and make an honest assessment of them. Without recognizing that, you possess these positive inner qualities, natural abilities, and divine gifts. You cannot develop the ability to leverage or magnify them to create a prosperous flow of loving energy in your life. Your spiritual assets, which seem invisible to the naked eye, have a depth of being and a richness of possibility greater than any material assets, such as stocks, real estate, equipment, or gold. From a metaphysical perspective, your spiritual assets are more real than anything you could ever touch or hold in your hands. 2010 became a year of change for my guest, Johanna McLean, a tireless advocate for small business success. After 30 years of working in advertising as an agency owner, media strategist, and certified brand strategist working with small to medium-sized businesses, she was inspired to do more. With her eyes and heart wide open to the struggles of being an entrepreneur and business owner, her passion led her to seek a new direction and become a certified business coach. Welcome, Johanna. Thank you, Sherry. So as I said, the spiritual assets, and so that's something that you figured out because you had all the tangible stuff. Tell us how you made a pivot like that. Well, I was leading a double life and uh, as an advertising agency owner and as a student and practitioner and teacher of yoga. And what I found is that if I brought the two together, if I really looked at the principles, you know, and yoga is not an exercise program, so it, there's a, a deep spiritual connection and a way of living and a way of being and a way of showing up in the world and a way of treating people and a way of treating yourself. And so when I looked at the possibility of bringing those two together, that's really when I got centered in in standing in that space where I could, you know, offer people not only the the tactical and the business and the strategic piece, but then also the piece where they could really tap into just their soul, the meaning, and it kind of stirs, you know, that inner wind, that excitement. And so it it's it's nice. It's it's um, so rewarding when you see someone's eyes light up. Right. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because in my next level class, I do an entire exercise around really identifying your spiritual assets. And again, you know, for most people, they think, you know, I'm out there on another planet, which that's okay. But when I bring it right back down to the value that you bring to your business, it is not just the equipment, the furniture, the fixtures, and the cash in the bank. It is you and your representation and all those intrinsic, inner, amazing things that have value. And so that's kind of what you discovered and how you were able to shift from, yeah, I'm going to sell you advertising and place media for you into really looking and helping business owners drill down and find their why and their passion. 
you see it in a company that has developed that. Just just last week, I went and visited a local company here. I'm in a networking group, and I was doing a visitation, and I walked into the company, and I was greeted so warmly, like they were expecting me. And from everyone in that company, in every department that I walked through, people stopped what they were doing. They welcomed me in a really warm and wonderful way. And I will do business with this company, not based on price. I will do business with them because they they wanted me to be there and they want to do business with me. And they paid attention. And it was such a rewarding experience. And if businesses can get that, and guess what? It had nothing to do with their product. It had everything to do with the the human piece of that. That was a reflection of the owner because I know him. And speaking of that, because again, I go back into when I'm teaching this in class and you really start to look at what are those spiritual assets that I bring to the table? Am I a good writer? Am I a good speaker? Am I someone who has great empathy for others? Am I skilled in certain you know, areas of the business or areas that have nothing to do? Am I a good musician? Am I a great cook? Am I a good parent? Do I care about the community? Do I care? Do I just take, take, take? Or is there something I give back? But all those have value. And so when you figure out who's showing up to work every day, and I'm talking about the business owner, and of course, then you drill down to every level of employee within the organization. And how do you tap into that? A, how do you find out? How do you tap into it? And then how do you put value on it? And what can it bring into the organization? I have a story. Can I tell a little Mm -hmm. short story? I had a client that came to me one day, and uh, she said... My employees are just lucky to have a job. And I was like, great, we'll start there. (laughs) (laughs) Because it had nothing to do with her employees. It had everything to do with how she was showing up and who she was being in her business. And we did start there. And God love her. She was willing to, to work in that space and shift. And it shifted the entire organization. It, it, it was so, and in a really short period of time. Yeah. So the employees understood why they were there and what the overall mission for the business was and how they could best serve their customer. This is Sherry Hill. You're listening to The Sherry Hill Show, and happy Valentine's Day to all. My guest today is Johanna McLean. And very quickly, if somebody wanted to reach out and learn more about you, your coaching, you have a great website with all kinds of cool resources, where would you like them to go? The website is my name. It's johannamcclain.com, and that's J-O-H-A-N-N-A, McLean, M-C, C-L-A-I-N dot com, Johannamcclain dot com. And you have a great ebook on there that I, I can do. download for free all about the brand and yes. building your brand. So I encourage folks to go out and check that out. But I want to kind of finish up on this piece because I, I find it so valuable and so important. And when I bring it to the table and people start to create the awareness around, you mean my being a fabulous musician or a great chef or a great parent or someone who's excellent with numbers 
singers or someone who can sing, all that is added value to the organization. Yeah, because you show up as your authentic self and not something, not trying to be somebody well, not that you're not. Lives. Yeah, right. how many people go, oh, when I go home, I'm like this, and when I show up to work, I'm like, no. Yeah, <laughs> as an advertising agency owner, I was showing up in a suit and doing blah, 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 blah. And as a yoga instructor, I was showing up, woo, la, 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 la. Now you just yeah. wear leggings and tights. I exactly. See that, but. <laughs> but I do have some makeup on. Yeah. On. No, but I mean, and, and so again, that's part of this exercise is to really look at all those assets that add value to the bottom line. And really, when once you open that door, it's kind of like Pandora's box, because then you start to look at all your employees, um, your entire team, and you're like, wow, this is so cool. I didn't know. Right? Right. And then it's like, well, how do we use that skill, that talent, that knowledge, that really in-depth asset that you possess and bring that into the organization? Well, I think one way is when you have the courage to actually show up as your true, authentic, musical, whimsical self, then you create an environment to encourage other people to do the same. And that's when magic happens in an organization. Right. Absolutely. Because now there's a lightness, there's a fun, that we talk about happiness, and when you're in purpose and know your why, it should be fun. Yes. (laughs) And wouldn't it be nice if your employees actually felt welcome and knew that it was it was okay for them to be um, a little quirky and that it was safe for them to have an idea whether it would come to fruition or not but to be able to say I've got a great idea and for you to say that's interesting tell me more as opposed to that'll never work and there's a difference a huge difference in how you can welcome your employees to be a part of what you what you're creating. Well, and then it comes back to your plan, your strategic planning and all of that because now how does that all tie? What are the priorities for the organization and how do where what are we lacking as far as ideas on how to get there? Yeah, and looking at, you know, looking at at people as assets as opposed to, like you were talking about earlier on a spreadsheet, as opposed to an expense. Yes. Yeah, we got to get over that. We have to get over that. <laughs> but to me, business should be fun. And yes. when we talk about the work that you do with organizations on really helping them, you know, build their brand, understand their why, get the message out, that's all the fun part, Right. Well, it's fun for me. That's, maybe I'll rename my business the Fun Factory. I like it. All right. Well, we have to go to break. We come back. I'm going to pick up with Johanna McLean. And again, you want to go out and check out her website. She's got an awesome ebook available, and it is J O H A N N A M C C L A I N dot com. We'll be right back. This is Steve Funk from the Neon Agency, and you're listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry Hill's important to me because she brings that information that I need and that other people need, too, to enrich our lives in this complex world we live in. Sherry Hill is, in one word, incredible. 
Hi, this is Sherry Hill, CEO of Sage International, Inc. Hi, this is Kathy Caracol. I'm from the Nevada Small Business Development Center up at UNR. At this time, we want to talk about an awesome class called Next Level for Entrepreneurs. Let's first talk about the Small Business Development Center. Well, thanks for asking, Sherry. The Nevada SBDC is our new brand, uh, standing, of course, for Small Business Development Center. We're celebrating our 30th year in 2015, primarily to assist small business owners, whether it's in the startup phases, whether it's in the expansion phases. But our whole goal is really on economic impact through the sustainability of small businesses. And that brings up Next Level. I'm the training director, which means I oversee all sorts of great programs educationally that assist small businesses in the development, solid business planning, forward motion, so that they can actually have that product or service that people want to buy and spend their money on. Where should they go to get all the important information about Next Level for entrepreneurs? Well, of course, Sherry, this particular class starts, it's going to be Monday nights. February 23, and it will go through May 18th. So once a week, Monday evenings, 5.30 to 8.30. So over at the Redfield campus, right off of Matt Rose Highway, we will not take more than 30 people, and we've got over 15. Nevada SBDC, that stands for Small Business Development Center. So NevadaSBDC.org. And if you look under education and training, uh, the first click is the training calendar, 7841717, or my direct line. I am the queen of next level. I was crowned two years ago, 7846879. We will answer any questions you have. It's over half filled. This class will fill, so people who are serious definitely want to uh, check it out. Learn it tonight and use it tomorrow is the next level motto. Awesome. I'm excited. Um, I'm excited Woo-hoo! Go out to NevadaSBDC.org to get all the information about next level for entrepreneurs. This is Johanna McLean, certified business coach and brand strategist. You are listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry Hill is important to me because... She's got a keen sense of how to help businesses grow and thrive, but she's also got a sense of so much fun so that business doesn't have to be hard. Sherry Hill is one of my favorite people on the whole entire planet. Welcome back to The Sherry Hill Show, doing everything possible to spark and fuel your entrepreneurial dreams. Now, here's your host, Sherry Hill. It all starts with clarity. You have to know why you do what you do. If people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. So it follows that if you don't know why you do what you do, how will anyone else? If the leader of the organization can't clearly articulate why the organization exists in terms beyond its products and service, then how does he expect the employees to know why to come to work? To lead requires those who willingly follow. It requires those who believe in something bigger than a single issue. To inspire starts with the clarity of why. Johanna McLean works with entrepreneurs to help you get crystal clear on your direction, vision, mission, core values, and commitments to develop strategies that will keep you and your business on track to reach your full potential, to upgrade your skills, to optimize your environment, and master your psychology. Welcome, Johanna. Thank you, Sherry. So because you work with so many organizations at every level from startup to higher net worth and everything in between, 
I know that there has to be some trepidation for people to, A, admit this is where I'm at when reality should be telling me I should be somewhere else. I should be farther down the road. I should be have I should have more income or all kinds of things. Why am I still here? What have you discovered about helping people figure out why they don't want to talk about where they are right now? <laughs> well, then they have to do something about it. And that, that kind of comes into the mastering your psychology piece. But, you know, there are some people that just don't want to make a change. And it's unfortunate, but there are some people. So, you know, there's nothing that you can do about changing someone's mind, but there are people that wake up and go, okay, I'm done. This is, this is not working and I need, I need some help and I can't seem to solve the problem. Again, solve the problem with the problem. And I think I'm the problem. Right. <laughs> so I think it starts there. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, um, I'm not seeing clearly. There's something I'm missing. What is it that I'm missing? And it could be something simple or it could be complicated, but there's something missing. And so just having that recognition, that's a great starting place. Right. Well, and again, it's admitting the truth. Right. So if I've been in business for a long time and I've been stagnant for, you know, several years or I'm not growing, I'm diminishing. I mean, yeah, that's reality. And I have to admit that. Right. Right. Well, and stop blaming it on everything external. If that, if this, then that, you know, if this, then that, if she, then, then. And there's all these different external factors that people like to point to without pointing to the internal factor, and that is the starting place. Right. So we talk about the psychology, we talk about, because you're very, you know, you've combined your two passions, which is business and yoga, and of course, anyone that can put those two together, recognize that there's the, you know, metaphysical and the physical and the spiritual and the tangible all coming together, but yoga is a lot about inner reflection, Right? Yes, and coming to center. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and being at peace and uh, also being able to be, you know, there's my uh, yoga teacher that I had was the first thing that he said, the most important thing is your attitude. That was the first place to start as you stepped into a room is your attitude. And your attitude has everything to do with what you're, what you're creating and how you're showing up for people. And then the other thing was alignment. And then the third was action. And what I recognize is those three pillars, his learning pillars, those principles apply in business every time. And it comes down to trust. If I can't trust you, the person I hired, how are you going to trust me to lead? Well, it's probably because I don't trust myself, which is <laughs> it, it's still that inner game piece, right? So I can't even fully trust myself. So then how can I how can I trust anybody else? Right. So yeah. that's that's the work that you do. You go into organizations, you work with, you always have to start with leadership, right? Right. I mean, you have to figure out what where is their mindset, what are the struggles, what's going on, how are they showing up, because, because how we perceive ourselves is not the same as others see us. Right. And we normally see ourselves a little smaller 
than and a little more frightened than really who we are and who we could be. And so that's some of the work that we're talking about for business owners to really take that inner reflection and figure out what's working and what's not working. Yeah, what's working, what's not working, what's next. (laughs) And then from that, how does that domino out into your company? Years ago, survey, you know, everything was about surveys and, you know, how, how do you, the business owner, you know, they went out to all the employees and, and what do you think of Sherry? But what are her strengths? What are her weaknesses? What's she doing well? What's she not doing well? And and all those things show up. And some of them are, it's mind boggling. It's like, really? I didn't know that I was. What? But it it helped me, and this is really at a time when I took over the company and became the president and had to step up into my big girl pants, right, Mm -hmm. and figure out, am I a good leader? Am I a good president of this organization? And truly uh, became clear that my, my huge weakness was managing people. So I hired someone to come in and be that for me because I'm the creative. I want to do the the speaking and the showing up and the writing and all those other things that I'm supposed to do and not manage people. But until they told me that, I thought I was doing okay. Mm-hmm. And to encourage people to really look at the people that are, again, in your organization, even if it's one, as an asset. And... And what they're really good at, and and trying to have people do what they're not good at, it's just, it, it's so diminishing for them, and it's and it's it's painful and can be costly to an organization. You know, I run into this sometimes, especially with small business owners, and they don't have a big, huge budget, and they haven't really planned for uh, expanding or hiring or getting help or anything like that. So they hire their sister's nephew to run manufacturing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or develop their website. or And then they just turn it over. And then they're disappointed because there's not been... A really clear conversation. There's not been the the whole idea about what we're trying to create and what we do, and it just falls apart. And but it was cheap, right? Oh, it didn't cost me anything, but yeah. it cost a ton. It cost a lot to hire cheap or to hire just to fill a space, as opposed to really filling for enhancing your business in any way somebody wanted to reach out to you to learn more about your coaching, your classes, your ebook on your website, where would you like them to go? My website has all of my contact information and that is johannamclean.com. J O H A N N A McLean M C C-L-A-I-N.com. Awesome. Well, thank you for being here and sharing today with me. Thank (laughs) you for allowing me to share my favorite topic. Yes. I hope all of you are enjoying a fabulous Valentine's weekend. And most important, besides showing your love for all others, is show yourself some love, too. Yes. The Sherry Hill Show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country. Small business, the backbone of America. 
Send her a message on Facebook.com slash Sherry Hill Show. And tune in next week, same time, same station, for The Sherry Hill Show. This is Peter Padilla, your host on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Are you looking for great values on a real estate or mortgage transaction? Listen to our show, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Deal with professionals that you know, like, and trust. Sunday afternoons at 4 p.m., KLAV, 1230 a.m., the talk of Las Vegas.